turning their pages? Is it Melanie Miller? It's Melanie Miller. <laughs> love it. I love it. Good morning, my friends. I'm in my own world this morning. I am so excited. There's no words to describe to you how I feel. And today we're going to be talking about different things, but all the same thing. I said to M Melanie Miller and um, Marie-Pierre, I do not want to rush this book. I do not want to rush this book. I want to savor it. I want to decorticate it. Don't you like it, Melanie Miller? Decorticate it. Okay. I am. Um, no, it's not. It's a French word, by the way. We still laugh with our word because we really believe it should be English. But we're going to take it apart in little segments and truly devour it so we um, impregnate ourselves. Impregnate? No, forget that word. Okay. We're going to use another word. Sounds pregnant, my, my stuff. Okay. We're, 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 we're going to stamp it on our heart. There we go. Okay. Uh, the book is Born Rich by Bob Proctor. It's, it's the only book he wrote. Made $25 million net worth. That's all you need is one great story. One great story in life. So one great thing. I did it with Tupperware. I stuck to Tupperware. One great business. And, you know, the, the, the rest is history. But the question is today, do you have fears? Because this is why a lot of people have quit, why people quit, why people get divorced, why things don't happen. So once again, remember, my name is Maria Mariano, 41 years in multi-level marketing business. I am Tupperware. I started, I was 18 and none of the people I started with are with me today. And I think of the people who recruited Annie Marchand, losing millions of dollars per year. I think of the people who recruited Sylvain Lalonde, losing millions of dollars over and over and again. And I'm saying, oh my God, why, why? Well, at a certain point, fear must have settled in. So welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamond. It's a simple podcast where we take a book, we, we separate it into segments, we separate it into segments and we apply what we learn. Today's topic, I assure you, uh, most of us have experienced at some point in our lives fear, F-E-A-R, okay? Write it down. Lean in, Monique. Write it down. Fear can show up in many forms. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of the unknown, and I could go on and on and on. What Bob Proctor teaches in his book, Born Rich, is that fear is not real, okay? Now you say, well, wait a second. What do you mean it's not real? Well, fear is simply a feeling of emotion. It's a, an emotion we're feeling, that we're experiencing. It's not physical. It doesn't exist in the real world. Our fears are imaginary. They are scenarios we write ourselves over and over, and we actually end up believing in them. The acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. The acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. So I'm going to close off with this story and then leave it in the hands of my girlfriends that are really going to uh, make you understand more deeply what fear is, even biblically, and Marie-Pia with an amazing exercise. In 1995, we had over a million dollars in our bank account, cash money, okay? Now, my husband is Muslim, and if you are Muslim practicing Muslim, you do not work with money from the bank, okay? This is a very important detail you need to know. So what happened is we decided to construct our first 12 deluxe apartment 
12 doors deluxe living apartment. And because it's not done with the bank, I saw my bank account that I was very proud and feeling safe, right? When you have a bank account in the seven digits, I saw the bank account because he wasn't working with the bank slowly, slowly decline to, you know, 1.4, 1.3, and then false evidence appearing real started in my mind. I started imagining that I would write a check. We were still writing checks and, and it would come back. I started imagining that I would be buying something and using my credit card and it would be refused. And that, that feeling, that imagination got bigger and bigger and bigger because I hadn't read anything on the subject. I had not read anything on the subject. I had no tools. I had no tools in my hands at that moment to put, put off those feelings. So what actually happened is I went to Costco, like usual, this huge order, got to the cash, and guess what? The first time in my life, the lady with over a million dollars in a bank account, because it shrank, it shrank, it shrank, and he's using a lot of the credit card. I mean, we're still worth millions, right? And the card was refused. Now, because I created that scenario, I also therefore didn't have the understanding and the solution, my ignorance, I just had to call the bank because of our worth, they were able to unblock $1,000. Everybody follow me here? How false evidence appearing real, I created the scenario of that. The first time in my life that we wrote a check to employees and the checks bounced. Okay. My friends, today, I'm really hoping you're going to lean in and understand fear does not exist. Because if you're able to embrace this notion today, it will change your trajectory in May and it will be the pivoting point for 2023. But before we leave you in the hands of Melanie Miller, I just want to tell you it's time to share. And you're going to write, is fear stopping you? And share the podcast. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, normally I would have done it already. Here we go. Me too, I'm going to share. There you go. To my son, to my daughter, to my husband, to my sister, to my brother. I got a group, so it's easy, okay? Number two, if you haven't joined the group, the Millionaire of the Diamonds, a bilingual group, you guys got to go there because I know, I know without a doubt, Jacqueline Stockley is going to add material. Guys, you have, have you been on, raise your hands those on Zoom. Have you been on the group lately? Okay. You're missing a lot of great information, great tools that go from 33 seconds to three minutes to 17 minutes. Like you have for everybody's time slot. Okay. If you're motivated, the group inspirational, the millionaire of the diamonds will keep you inspired. If you are motivated, if you have goals you want to achieve, the group inspirational, the millionaire of the diamonds will keep you accountable. That's what we want you to use the, the, the group for. So once again, Jacqueline, thank you so much. And lastly, the group, the Millionaire of the Diamonds is growing. The downloads are growing. And I really believe it's thanks to the warm welcome all of you are giving. You know, Matthew doesn't miss a heartbeat. Lise doesn't miss a heartbeat. As soon as there's somebody new, boom, wow, welcome. 
Okay. Do the same thing on Facebook for us. It's making a world of a difference. So once again, thank you for joining us, the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. And now I leave you in the hands of Dr. Melanie Miller. Good morning, everybody. So um, yes, this chapter is a lot about thinking and thoughts. In the reading we did last week, we started to talk about the three-step consciousness exercise. And today we're reading a section which is called Fear Not. We're going to discover more and more about our consciousness as we progress in this book. When I was growing up, my dad would often say to me, don't become a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I, I guess I didn't really understand, but grew to understand that what he was basically saying was don't fill your head with negative thoughts, otherwise they are going to come true. And he would say it if I was saying, oh, I'm really worried I'm going to fail my exam. And he would say, don't become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Think about how you're going to pass your exam, how you're going to work. Obviously, you have to work to pass it, but don't put failure even in your head as an option. And that is good advice. This section is written as a warning to us. Melanie Miller, I will interrupt for a second. Something is rubbing against your microphone. Something or your mic or something. Um, Okay, I don't know what it is. I just want to let you know. Okay, is it on Podbean? Is it okay? It's okay. Okay, so uh, this section is written as a warning to us. Do not let negative thoughts control your mind. When you have money, do not constantly worry about losing money. In the Bible, Job makes a statement. Everything I fear and dread comes true. And guess what? It did. He started to fear about all sorts of things which came true to him. And if you look in other religions, you will find similar stories. In fact, the story of Job is covered in the Quran. And it's all about thinking about things that might happen and then making them and making them happen. And in in uh, Hindu religion, when they think about negative thoughts, um, the Hindus advise don't let negative thoughts enter your head because when they do, when you come back in the afterlife, you're going to end up as an animal and not as a human. So we need to attract what we think or we will attract what we think. The more we think about losing money, the more we are likely to do it. Think back to Mr. Chapman. He was the guy who hoarded money in his house. And he probably did that because he was worried he would become poor. But ironically, he ended up living like a pauper because he was so worried about becoming poor. He manifested the thoughts of being poor and actually lived like a pauper. Worrying about anything is counterproductive. You can become what I was 
yes, you can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I thought what I would do is read you a couple of little stories about self-fulfilling prophecies um, because they may uh, end up clarifying for you what I'm talking about. So you may have heard of the story of Oedipus Rex in classic uh, Greek mythology. This is one of the most well-known and illicit examples of self-fulfilling prophecy. In this Greek drama, the king of Thebes, Laius, leaves his son Oedipus to die because he believes a prophecy that his son will one day kill him and marry his wife, the child's mother. Well, the son didn't die. Rather, he was taken in by the king and queen of Corinth. All his life, Oedipus believed the king and queen were his biological parents. So when he hears a prophecy that he is going to kill his father and marry his mother, he leaves Corinth. Upon his arrival in Thebes, Oedipus kills Laius in a quarrel, not knowing he is his father. He then unwittingly marries his mother after winning the throne of the dead king by defeating the Sphinx. If only they didn't believe so strongly in his Oedipus's ability to commit murder, perhaps the three would have lived happily ever after in beautiful Greece. And in a more modern um, uh, self-fulfilling prophecy, have you ever heard of the movie Star Wars, the franchise? Now there's some beautiful self-fulfilling prophecy. In The Revenge of the Sith, Anakin has a dream that his wife Padme will die shortly after giving birth to their child. She is resolute in her feeling that it was a dream. Anakin wholeheartedly believes his dream will come to pass. Anakin goes to such great lengths to prevent her death that he even joins the dark side of the Force. In the end, the dark side consumes him. Padme is devastated by her husband's turn to evil, loses her will to live, and ends up dying after childbirth. What would have happened if Anakin took faith in his wife's belief that it was only a dream? So those are just story examples of self-fulfilling prophecies. But there are many examples in life that you will come across where people are talking doom and gloom, and guess what happens to them? Doom and gloom. So you want to live a life of abundance? Think abundance. If you want to think negative things, you will attract negative things. You also need to pay less attention to other people and their opinions. There are many people out there who are willing to give you opinions about things that they don't even know anything about. Become less susceptible to the influence outside yourself and be more inclined to trust your own instincts and feelings. People who fail to accumulate enough money to live the style they choose often do this because they listen to people with opinions. In his book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talks about opinions being the cheapest commodities on earth. 
So if you know you've always been influenced by other people's opinions and you are not in the place you want to be, stop listening to them. Make up your mind right now that you are going to only listen to your own counsel. And if you are religious, listen for God's counsel. And if you are not religious, open your mind to positive thoughts and chase away all negative invaders. And now I'm going to pass you over to Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. So yes, we have to remember that both wealth and poverty are the offspring of thought. So the fear of poverty will crushes ambition, blocks imagination, feeds negativity, breeds cynicism, invites conflict, promotes selfishness, and encourages quitting, leading to hatred, poverty, illness, and misery. So in other words, permanent defeat. We don't want that. <laughs> so first we have to understand if you have that fear of poverty. So there are six major symptoms of the fear of poverty. So I will guide you with the six major symptoms and I want you to note for you from zero to 10 if this symptom is something that you have. So let's start with number one. So number one is indifference. So which time from the lack of ambition, accepting whatever circumstances arise and from laziness. So those indifferent to their own success fall in the wrong crowd and are continually misled. So as a result, indifferent people develop the habit of taking unhelpful action and it's the willingness to tolerate poverty. So from one to 10, the first indifference, is it something that you uh, already have as a symptom? So number one is indifference. Number two is indecision. So indecision will lead you to inaction, which ensure your life passes without making any meaningful contribution and personally or professionally. So it's the habit of permitting others to do your thinking for yourself. So from one to 10, are you a person with indecision as a symptom? Number three is doubt. So doubt is where people find themselves stagnant and low on confidence, using alibis and excuses to justify why they cannot do something. So doubt like indecision will lead to inaction. And sometimes doubt is expressed is expressed in the form of envy to those who are successful or by criticizing criticism them so number three doubt so from one to ten do you have this symptom of the fear of poverty number four is undue stress and worry so yes undue stress and worry with, uh, will lead you to erratic behavior and inaction and are the major cause of numerous health issues so usually expressed by finding fault with other, a tendency to spend beyond one's income, neglect of personal appearance, calling and frowning, interference in the use of alcoholic drink, sometimes through the use of narcotic, nervousness, lack of poise, self-consciousness, and lack of self-reliance. So from one to 10, do you have this undue stress and worry? Number five is over caution. 
So people who are too overcautious will stay in their comfort zone and refuse to appreciate the growth, confidence, opportunity, and opportunity that come from stepping into a challenging situation. So the habit of looking for the negative side of every circumstances, thinking and talking about the uh, of possible failure instead of concentrating upon the means of succeeding. So knowing all the roads to disaster, but never searching for the plan to avoid failure. So again, this led to wrong action or inaction. So from one to 10, do you have this symptom, this symptom of overcaution? And the last one, number six, procrastination. <laughs> so chronic procrastinator puts off until tomorrow what they could easily do today, placing blame and responsibility on their increasingly burdened but ineffective future self and having nothing to show for an entire day, time and time again, saps your spirit and traps you in a, a cycle of inaction. So from one to 10, do you have this symptom of procrastination? So now you should have a total out of 60. We'll give you an idea if you have this fear of poverty, high or low. <laughs> but whatever your answer to those questions from one to 10 for each symptom yes you can take action despite of the fear because we are ambitious individual and it's crucial that we recognize the fear of poverty and learn how to overcome it so there's a few strategies i have five for you that is inspired from the book think and grow rich to help you combat this fear yes my head it's a right word combat <laughs> and keep moving towards your goals so number one how you can take action despite of the fear is to develop a clear vision so define your ultimate goal and create a roadmap to achieve it so a well-defined vision will guide you guide your decision and action providing you with the necessary motivation to push past your fear number two cultivate a positive mindset so surround yourself with positive influence and eliminate negativity from your life. So develop a strong belief in your ability and stay focused on your goal, regardless of any setbacks or obstacles. And when you face a big challenge, a big obstacle, and you have no idea, idea where and how you can overcome it, something that I learned from Maria is having a little box. So yes, she gave us a little box <laughs> to put in a paper that you write exactly what is that problem that you have no idea. It's maybe too big for now for you to find a solution. You write it on the paper and you put it in. It's like saying, I'm leaving this one for God or the universe to lead me to the solution. So yes, that little box can be a way to cultivate your positive mindset, just like having positive affirmation every day. Number three is to embrace failure as a learning opportunity. So understand that failure and setback are inevitable on the road to success. So instead of fearing them, embrace them as opportunity to learn, grow, and improve your strategy. Number four, build a support network. So surround yourself with like-minded individuals who, who share your ambition and can offer guidance, encouragement, and constructive feedback. So a strong support network will help you stay motivated and overcome the fear of poverty. And number five, 
It's financial education and planning. So enhance your financial knowledge and develop a solid financial plan. So a strong understanding of finance will empower you to make informed decision and mitigate the fear of financial setback. So in conclusion, you can understand that you have to decide what you want in your life and always remembering that the poverty mindset, that fear of poverty will slowly creep into any mindset that is not preoccupied with success. So always look for your success, always look for your goals so you don't have that poverty mindset that will come back. Wow, I love it. Actually, Marie-Pierre, when I put in a little box, in that little box, it's, 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 it's even better. I say to God, I'm not dealing with this. It's your problem. And I put it in the box. And I promise you guys, when, when that credit card was rejected, I, I took that feeling of, uh, feeling of poverty. I wrote it on a paper and I said, this is your problem. This is not mine. I am a multimillionaire, period. And instantly, for me, for me, boom, it worked. But again, Marie-Pierre, you're absolutely right. You've got to have big, audacious, ambitious, hairy goals. Very, very important. In closing, I want to leave you with one thought. You are capable of achieving incredible things, my, my, my friends. Don't let fear stand in the way of your success. So let's take a look on something you're, you've been afraid of recently, okay? And I want you to go on the chat and write it. If you're on Facebook, write in the comments. If you're on Podbeam, write in the comments. That job interview, okay? What is one thing lately you have been afraid of? Maybe doing a live, okay? Just one, I just want you to write one lately that you've got that feeling right in the middle of your tummy you know you feel like throwing up i call it okay okay that putting in that first advantageous order at 1250 okay maybe a difficult conversation that was me monday night i needed to have a difficult conversation with my leaders okay what is it that you're 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 putting off and it's it's just creating a bigger and bigger fear, a big decision you got to take. I can imagine when Milene Donet and her testimonial last night, she said, I took the decision one year ago to do just Tupperware. What is that big decision? Whatever it is, have you written something down? Because we all have something we're fearful of. Whatever it is, I want you to take 30 seconds and to picture yourself overcoming that fear. Use whatever you want, but you've got to rewrite the scenario. So I rewrote the scenario and I rewrote the scenario that we're meeting all our 2080 and fully committed directors. And they walked away feeling empowered with what their circle of influence was. That's how I rewrote my scenario. What happened? Those that were with me Monday night, it's exactly the scenario I wrote down. Okay. See yourself feeling confident, brave, and ready to take the challenge. So do yourself the superhero pose, you know, hands on your hips, right foot, left foot to the outside, breathe in, stick out that chest. I call it the, the superhero pose. Okay. And start reprogramming your mind to overcome fear immediately. Because every day you allow that false evidence appearing real to stay in your mind. You are backing up, backing up, backing up versus moving forward where you belong on success. Believe in yourself, 
in your abilities and know that you have everything it takes to succeed. When God created us, he didn't say, oh, she scrap, she success. She scrap, she success. No, 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 no. We all were born rich. That's why I love the title. Today we learned that fear is not real and that we have the power to choose the response we have towards it. I want to empower you to take control of fear, okay? And tell it, look at me, guys, shut up, okay? I will dissipate you with my right words and you will no longer stop me from doing what I need to do. So go out there and combat. Here's the word again. I love that word. I thought it was French. Combat your fears, take risks and achieve greatness. Once again, guys, thank you for being here. Tomorrow, we will decorticate, take apart, okay? Understanding versus memorization. And just quickly, this is what I want to tell you the difference. I tell you words that I understand. Many people will use a fantastic vocabulary because they're great at memorizing the key sentences, but they don't live what they say. Do you understand the difference? Okay, there's a big difference between understanding a concept and just having memorized it and you look as if you understand. Whoa, do not miss the podcast tomorrow. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for being with us.